Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of Whiskey and AEW Wrestling. Yeah. Because... We haven't been bought by Saudi Arabia, but there is talks that Tony and Shad may purchase us. Yes, yes. Uh, no, uh, before we even really dive into it, uh, neither one of us watched WWE this week. Neither one of us felt the urge to. Jason last week said he wasn't going to until Vince was gone. Yep. And I just didn't ever feel like turning WWE on the TV. I mean, they're... They're in that weird dead space anyway, right now. Rumble hasn't happened. We're not on the road to WrestleMania. So it always feels like WWE just lacks horribly between realistically the end of Survivor Series and Rumble. That whole like all of end of November, all of December, and most of January. Yeah. They're in just a lull anyway. Like I mean, personally, personally, they should tell all the wrestlers, "Hey, you can take the month of December off." Like realistic, really. Yeah, I, don't think that, I mean, you know, I, th- I think we get a lot of focus from the creative side. They start thinking, "Okay, we're going into Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. and then after that, we're on the road to WrestleMania, and then we have Mania. Yep. That is the hottest time of the year for WWE." Yep. So I think year, following Survivor Series, they just kind of go on autopilot for yeah. Raw, SmackDown, and start focusing on the storylines they want to tell and, for the next three months. And this year, their hottest time of the year is going to be marred with Vince and are they, aren't they selling to mm-hmm. who, what, when, where? Yep. Um, you know. So Before we get, we'll get into, into all of that, to to help us deal with the depression of what is going on, Today we are drinking Yingling's Hershey's Chocolate Porter. Um, now you may realize that that is not a whiskey. No, no, it is a beer. That is a porter. Mm-hmm. Um, but we decided we wanted to try something different. Yeah, try something different. This is what I had available. <laughs> um, you know, so I yeah. Mean, it's 4.7% alcohol by volume. So... so not bad. Not a bad one. Um, you know, of course, porters are your, are your darker beers, uh, stouts, porters, those kind of thing. They're heavier. Um, you know, if you think, if you're thinking Budweiser, uh, no, no, uh, Budweiser is, you know, supposed to. They say so. Budweiser is a lager and refreshing. It's like a lager. Yeah. You know, they talk like I think uh, what is it? Michelob, I think, is a pilsner. Yeah. Um, you know, there's several of them. I think Michelob's a Pilsner. Don't write me emails. <laughs> um, I don't generally like beers other than Stouts and Porters, but, yeah. um, you know, so you've got a, this is a Hershey's chocolate Porter. So usually what they do is in the brewing process with these things, they throw chocolate in it yeah. or, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, so we're going to see what it tastes like. Yes, we are. Cheers. Cheers. Different clink. Does not have a good clink. You can definitely taste the dark chocolate in that. Yeah, you can. Um, now, I mean, 
heads up, anybody who wants to try this, it is, you're thinking chocolate, and you're like, oh, chocolate. This is not sweet. No, it is not sweet. It is bitter. It is, it's a beer. It's a beer, right? Beer's bitter anyway. Porters are yeah. very bitter. Um, I'm not think a huge. Of this, think of this as a, like if you took a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. and you put dark chocolate syrup in it, and mixed it around. You yeah, def- that's I pretty close to that, it. Definitely get that bitter coffee flavor. There's that dark chocolate flavor. Yeah, I mean, I like porters. I'm I'm on board with this one. Yeah, it's a good one. I think it is a holiday um, special for them. Yeah, it's a yeah. fall. I'm I'm looking at the webpage because you know nowhere on the bottle, at least that I could find in the quick time that I was looking, does it list the alcohol by volume. Yeah, it's not on the label. It's got to be somewhere in like the. It's it's not on the label, so it's got to be if it's anywhere, it's on the bottle somewhere. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it. Uh, hey, these are the good ones, man. You got the ones that said women shouldn't drink while uh, pregnant. So yeah, we're all we're good. We're good. Um, Neither one of us is a pregnant <laughs> woman. Yep. But yeah, these are. It's a nice little change of pace for beers. I tend to to like the stouts and the porters and. I love chocolate. I didn't get the body shape I got without you know, right. lots of chocolate. So, yeah, it kind of it's a good one to just kind of sit and sip on for a little while. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, these are not things that you're gonna like. College Jason, right? <laughs> College Jason would buy a twelve pack of Budweiser or something of that nature, sit on the back porch and drink all twelve of them. You know, yeah. Budweiser is something you can quickly drink. Bud, Bud Light, Michelob. Uh, Miller, any of those, right? The the uh, quote unquote American beers, you know, you can sit down and just pound them away. Stouts and porters, you you really can't do that. They are much thicker, yeah, right. Like there are some stouts out there that you can get that I'm relatively certain you can make a sandwich with by cutting slices out of the can and and putting bread between it, you know, yeah. or putting meat between it, using it as bread. Um, but, yeah, good change of pace. I'm for it. Yeah. It's a nice something to sip on to drink maybe while you're eating dinner yeah. or you're sitting watching the game. This is definitely a – I think this is definitely a after you've had dinner. Yeah. I mean, this this one with the, the, the chocolate, chocolate in there, is a, it's a dessert. But, you know, it is one that you can just kind of sit there and yeah. enjoy while you're watching the game or whatever. Playing a board game. Yeah. That would yeah. be a perfect time to do it. And you know what? We're going to slide right into Thank You McNarb Gaming a little bit early today. Yeah. I mean, because, we mentioned it. We may as well, right? Right. They got all the board games over there that you could ever hope to to want to play. And if they don't have it, one of the people in the lobby does. Yep. And you can play it with them. Had, you can order it. You can order it. Had a lot of fun earlier this week playing uh, Catan Dawn of Humanity. Okay. Or Dawn of Humankind, something lo- along those lines. It was a fun little game that we got to play. So, nice. you know, come on down to McNarb Gaming, pick up a board game, swing in somewhere, get you some liquor or a, a nice Yingling Hershey's Chocolate Porter, mm-hmm. and have some fun and play games. Yeah. So, should we talk about wrestling now? Yeah, I guess we can. So, like like Michael said, we didn't watch any WWE product. I did it because I just didn't. I, I refuse. Uh, 
Michael just didn't, just didn't feel didn't like feel like it. You know? Yeah, it honestly, I realized at like twelve forty five last night that I had not watched any WWE wrestling. And you know the thing is, man, just last year we were talking about the yeah about last year halfway through last year we were <laughs> talking about the revival of WWE, how we were excited to watch it again. You know the storylines were cool, and I mean, let me be fair here, right? As of right now, Triple H is still in charge of creative. They have mm-hmm. said a billion times that Triple H is still in charge of creative. Uh, Vince has nothing to do with the day-to-day operations. Of nothing WWE. to do with the day-to-day operations. But we will say Vince and Triple H have had conversations. Yep. Vince has made recommendations yep. or given ideas. Uh, but according to Triple H, for now, yep. it is up to him to make the final call. Yeah. So, you know... We, we were joking about it when all that came out, and every time they would make a comment, we would just say, yet, at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Because Vince is not going to just come back and be quiet as the executive direct executive chair uh, and only oversee the possibility of sale, right? It's it, Yeah, he's not, not capable not of that. He's not capable. Uh, so. so let's talk about the timeline of events that happened this week. Right. Of course, last week so we had all of the... Shall we run down Dynamite and Rampage first, since we did watch those? Yes, let's run down Dynamite and Rampage. All right, so with Dynamite, we kicked off with John Moxley versus Hangman. I mean, that's first show on a Dynamite. Yeah. That's, that's a pay-per-view level match. And it was a hell of a match. The match was fantastic. Hangman wins, which I think is the right call. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I didn't care for too much is unless it's real, which they haven't mentioned it, was the end of the match saw Moxley faking. I'm, I'm not going to say faking right now because they haven't come out and said anything otherwise. Oh, I will. I will 100% say that he is faking a concussion. You know, he was. He asked the trainer very clearly in to the camera, uh, where am I, a couple of other things. So... Yeah. Sorry. It sounds like we're building that story of, you know, Moxley's been calling out Hangman about having a concussion. Well, now Moxley's going to have one. So either A, Hangman's going to be like, yeah, it ain't fun, is it? Or B, Moxley's going to wrestle with a concussion to show how much of a man he is. And what kind of precedent does that set? Either way... Assuming, because this, in my opinion, yeah, this is 100% a fake injury. Oh, yeah. I hate this. Mm-hmm. As good as that match was, it is marred by the bullshit yep. that is faking a concussion. CTE is nothing to play with yeah. or make fun of. You look at the amount of people who have suffered from this, NFL players, WWE wrestlers, Regular wrestler. Let me just even yeah. get WWE out of that. Professional wrestlers. And and when I see suffered, I'm not even talking about the ones that either committed suicide or, you know, overdosed because of pain or, or whatever the case may be, right? I'm talking about the ones that are that are still pretty much cognizant, right? Mm-hmm. But they talk about daily that they have huge gaps in their memory. They can't use their hands, you know, things like that. They, yeah, the things that they can't do. You you look at boxing. Boxing is yeah. where this is really going to be huge. And uh, MMA look, as well. I mean, yeah, it's just MMA hadn't been around long enough. Really. Look at your old boxers. Look at your 
they're not the same person they were when they were younger. You look at Muhammad Ali, yeah, who you know I realize he was diagnosed with Parkinson's, but I would argue that it's probably a result of CTE. It, it could be, and we don't, we don't know enough. You know, you know, at the end, he was not the same individual mm-hmm. that he was when he was, you know, out there jawing at everybody. Yep. Um. So then we have story time with Adam Cole, baby. Mm-hmm. Adam Cole makes his return. Yep. He comes out to the ring and he says he's got some good news and he's got some bad news. The good news is he wants to, he's, he's getting better. He's had his surgery. He wants to thank all of the fans for reaching out, for coming to his Twitch streams, for, you know, sending those words of encouragement. For supporting him through his injury. For supporting him. You know, he says, I haven't wrestled now in months, but yet people are still asking me, am I okay? You know, people have said, I don't care if we ever see you in the ring again. We just want you to be all right. You know, he says, and all that means a whole lot. Which, it was the, 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 it was leading to a, the bad news being, you know, unfortunately, I can't come back, right? But, haha, face swerve. Um, the bad news is for everybody in the back, because Adam yeah. Cole's back, baby, blah, blah, blah. You no, know, he, say it right. Bay, bay. Yes. Thank you. Um, so he cuts the, he cuts this promo, you know, he goes out. The crowd is cheering like crazy. Looks like Adam Cole's going to come back as a face. I don't see how he could have come back as a heel. He's Adam Cole. He will turn heel again. Make he no will. doubt. Have no, have no doubt about it. But when you are as popular as Adam Cole, as Kenny mm-hmm. Omega, these guys who are great heels, and yeah. I, I know I said Kenny Omega and great heel in the same sentence, and it doesn't really work with what we've seen in America. But yeah. when you see these guys who go out as heels, and they go out not because they lost a match, but because they're injured. When they make their triumphant comeback, especially in a case yeah. like Adam Cole, where there, was, did, questions, there was questions if he was going to be able to come back. Is he ever going to wrestle again? Mm-hmm. He comes back as a face because you just you cannot, the crowd will not boo the man for the no. first couple weeks. Not going to happen, so... I'm all for it. He says he's going to be shooting for titles. Cool. Let's see that happen. Um, let's see Adam Cole defeat MJF and take yeah, the title off I'm of him. I'm all for it. And then let's see MJF disappear off my television screen for good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, we then had Jungle Boy and Hook. So Jungle Hook versus uh, Lee Moriarty and Big Bill, which is so horrible what they did to a name like W. Morrissey. That name is awesome. Mm-hmm. Big Bill is terrible. Of course, uh, Jungle Hook wins. Like, okay, so W. Morrissey is intimidating. It sounds like yeah. a sophisticated... Get, like, he sounds like a gangster. He sounds yeah. like a, the like, the crooked lawyer who's going to come in and beat your ass. That is my favorite <laughs> name for him. Big Cass wasn't terrible. No. Right? Mainly because of the way that character was portrayed, right? So Big Cass worked for him and Enzo and that gimmick. Yeah. Big Bill does not work. Mm-mm. Hook uh, manages to suplex Big yeah. Bill. Yeah. And Big Bill stood outside the ring like, what just happened? Yep. Because, um, you know, Hook is booked very well. Mm-hmm. We then move on to uh, Brian Danielson versus uh, uh, Takeshita. 
which Takeshita comes out, and then MJF comes out and cuts about a 10-minute promo. Gross. With horrible 80s punch-up jokes. Uh, Oh, he's straight up. I am almost positive that I can go and find a Rick Rude promo that is word for word the exact same promo MJF just put out. He says... you know, he, he makes fun of uh, Takeshita's last name because it's spelled Take Shitta. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made a couple of comments about how he can go all night long, just ask your moms and your sisters. And he even did the um, whole Rick Rude body movement thing. It just, it was bad. Uh, Brian Danielson finally comes out to interrupt it, and MJF runs off like a coward. I I can see I see where they're going with this MJF character. They're trying to do that '80s cowardly heel. Um, I'm okay with that. It's better than the I'm MJF, the final boss of level six. So you have to beat all five of my bosses on level one through five before you get to me. Except that's uh, still what we're getting. I mean, we're still probably going to end up with something like that. No, we are getting that. Like, that is what is happening. So, it just... MJ, I don't know what's wrong with us, honestly. And when I say us, I mean me and Michael. I also mean, you know, the travelers that, that watch wrestling with us. Yeah. None of us like MJF. We but don't you go- see the point. We don't see the development. We're, we're just not bought in. But you go online, and dear God, it's like he's the second coming of uh, NWO Hogan or uh, Sergeant Slaughter, Iraqi Sympathizer. I, or I honestly think any of those. I honestly think the issue is because we saw these guys that he's imitating, because we watched Ric Flair in his prime. Because we saw Rick Rick Rude and we know who he is and what he was all about, that we saw him on WWE Raw and WCW Nitro on the same night, yeah, with and without a mustache, right? Uh, like that messed with me as a kid. <laughs> because we know who these people that he is plagiarizing from, because it's not even. I'm not it even calling this an homage. You're no, right. It, it was plagiarism. It is 100% plagiarism. He comes across to us as a poor imitation. Mm-hmm. Whereas you have a bunch of wrestling fans now who grew up not with what we had, but on the Young Bucks as Generation Me and yeah. TNA that don't see these they guys grew up in the 90s and they they may they be too young or yeah they weren't even alive and and they maybe know who rick root is because they've seen the callbacks and stuff but they weren't there for the genuine article yeah so mjf is new he's fresh he's always in kayfabe yeah which to me is dude like kayfabe on television is fine if I'm listening yeah. to the Talk is Jericho podcast and I'm listening to MJF and not Maxwell Friedman, mm-hmm. I have no desire to listen to an yeah. hour-long promo. Kayfabe is dead. Kayfabe is dead. Um, I enjoy 
hearing from the actual characters or the actual people behind yeah. the character and, and telling this is what I was trying to get across and did I do you know when I say kayfabe is dead right we 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 talked about it in the past about the whole uh, you know. Vince McMahon killed kayfabe back in the 80s with the the steroid scandal, right? That was the that, 90s, wasn't it? The 90s. Early yeah, 90s. The, the early 90s. Um, when, he, when he had to admit that wrestling is, is scripted, mm-hmm. right? So that's not what I'm talking about with kayfabe, though. Because even after announcing that, and, and Jake the Snake's going to come kick, us in, kick me in the head for this one, uh, even though wrestling is fake, right? Um there's still that mystery to it. Mm -hmm. Wrestling still has a mystery. There are still characters. There are still things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Now that we have such a proliferation of internet and podcasts and YouTube and all of this stuff, I want to hear the, the goings on behind the undertaker, right? Like throughout the undertaker's career, he never did interviews. He never did any of that kind of stuff. And then the end of his career, after he retired, you know, Mark Calloway going on uh, Broken Skull Sessions. Broken Skull and doing the, the, the Undertaker thing for A&E and all that and getting to hear those behind the scenes, getting to hear those, yeah, you know, him and Yokozuna and Charles the, Wright. The and, Bone Street crew. You know, you know, all those people and, and, you know, all the stories that they told that we never heard because the Undertaker was the Undertaker. He was shrouded in this mystery, you know. All of that is so damn entertaining to me. Yeah. I don't want to, I would not want to hear the undertaker on uh, broken skull sessions. Well, stone cold, you can rest in peace. I don't want to hear that. Right. I want to hear Mark talking about where that whole idea came from. Yeah. Where that idea came from or, Steve, you remember when we were in Austin and we were doing, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so t- the Undertaker and Mark Calloway are different people. Mm-hmm. And like, Mark did it the right way. Like, because he didn't do the interviews outside, but he also, he wasn't the Undertaker. You bumped into him at the airport. Yeah. He wasn't Undertaker. He wasn't going to choke slam you. You know, you know? he wasn't going to call you names. He wasn't going to do. Unless you were a jerk, you know, yeah. I'm not going to say he never sure. called anybody a name. MJF is always in character. And from a fan standpoint, that's exhausting. Yep. I'm just not a fan. <laughs> I'm not. Um, after that, we had, and I, I, I hate this so much. We had Soraya and Tony Storm versus Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter in a tag match. I wish I had four thumbs so I could give this match four thumbs down. Mm-mm. Right? It was awful. Yeah. And considering the people that were in this ring, there's no reason it should have been bad. Well, it was very clear to me, even though she's taken, what, six years off at this point? Yeah. It was very clear to me why Paige was the youngest WWE women's champion. Mm-hmm. It was very clear. Nope. She stood so far above, yeah. especially Jamie Hayter, because that's the one that jumped out to yeah. me because they spent a lot of time with, with Paige and, I'm sorry, Soraya and, yeah. and Hayter in the, the same. She just was 
so much better than a hater. And yeah. it wasn't even close. Tony Storm seems to be in this weird regression state um, where she seems to almost be getting worse every time I see her wrestle. Um, I don't know whether it was miscommunications or what, but Hater never seemed to be in the right spot. Britt didn't do anybody any favors. Like, this match was bad. Plus, you also have to then bubble through this match the fact that they made such a show of Soraya picking Tony. And the ending was weird where Sheeta throws the 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 kendo stick into the ring supposedly so that Tony Storm could pick it up and use it but Hater picked it up and used it and then Sheeta was like oh no on the outside so we're we're telegraphing a heel turn there either we're telegraphing a heel turn or we're telegraphing a she's going to be forced to be, be a heel turn because the two faces are going to be like, you did that on purpose, blah, 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 blah. Well, and so we're not going to get that for another six months. Right. So what's so the point? You had that. Then you also have this Mercedes money is going to show up, right? She's going to be Soraya's partner. This is, this was done so pathetically last week. And then this week that there's no way Tony ends up being the partner. Mercedes is going to show up. This is LA. And there was nothing done on the AEW side of things to quash that and say, Hey guys, look, Mercedes Varnado isn't signed with us. She is not going to be there. We, we have, we don't have a deal. We couldn't figure it out. She's not going to be in LA. So because they didn't do that, everybody was like, oh, it's Tony keeping these weird secrets, and she's going to show up. Best kept secret in wrestling, right? Like CM Punk, like Mm -hmm. Brian Danielson, like all those. She's going to show up. Yeah. Um, Then she didn't, which even worse. Not only did AEW not say, hey, we haven't had these conversations, they actively played into it. Mm-hmm. to draw ratings. Yeah. Um, after that, Jericho Appreciation Society had a, a little thing in the ring where they talked about how cool they were. Ricky Stark and Action Andretti came out. They cut a bit of a promo. There were some really good one-liners in there. Uh, my favorite being Jake Hager telling Ricky Stark after Ricky Starks uh, challenged him that he's going to slap his face off his face. Uh <laughs> Because he liked that hat. And and that's one of those like, bro, you should never talk. <laughs> Ever. So just, just go stand over in the corner and look big and intimidating. Yeah. That, that's all we need you to do. And then we finished off with the best of seven. Uh the Elite versus Death Triangle in an Escalera de la Muerte, which is a ladder of death match. It is I'm thinking that's the translation of that. Uh the Elite wins. There were some really good spots that could have been career ending Mm -hmm. if just one tiny thing went wrong. Not even just career ending, um, walking ending. I mean, that ends a career. (laughs) So that was Dynamite. Overall, I thought Dynamite was pretty decent. Yeah. You know, my, I I do have a complaint that in the ladder of death match, there was no deaths. 
There were no deaths. Uh, so, there were no sparklers. False advertisement. Um, there were no sparklers. You know, there were, I mean, so, but it wasn't terrible. Nah. It was, it was, it was a decent match. Decent show. Mm-hmm. You got Rampage pulled up? I do not. Do you? I don't. Uh, <laughs> let me pull it up real quick. While I'm doing that, again, we are drinking Yingling's Hershey's Chocolate Porter, and it is uh, quite tasty. It is continuing to be good. So, <laughs> hooray. Yay. And while he's doing that, I guess we can go ahead and plug Big Dog Liquor. Yes. You know, we'll, we'll, we're going to try our plugs during the middle because uh, we figure you people probably cut off as soon as we get to that. And yeah. Half of you probably don't even know that we plug people. So... If you need something to drink, not a beer, unfortunately, because Mississippi has weird alcohol laws, but if you need whiskey, vodka, tequila, rum, gin, any of the assorted liqueurs, any type of wine that you can put your imagination to, go down to Big Dog Liquor. Um, you can get it there. He's got discounts for military mm-hmm. it's every day. He's got discounts for seniors every day. And if you go on a Wednesday, you can stack those discounts. You can also get a discount if you order uh, cases of wine. So, you know, hey, look, if you like your barefoot, instead of buying it a bottle at a time, man, get 12. Save some money. Oh, yeah. Now, Friday night on AEW Rampage. I was about to say TNA Rampage. AEW Rampage. We had Darby Allen versus Juice Robinson for the TNT Championship where Darby gets the win. Allen counter a superplex into a scorpion death drop before hitting the coffin drop. Mm-hmm. So he's picking up some of Sting's moves. Uh, rumors are that Sting's maybe Sting may be retiring this year. I saw he made a couple of comments along the lines of he is definitely getting towards the end of his career, yep. and he's there's only a couple of things left that he absolutely wants to do. So uh, we then have a tag match: Eddie Kingston and Ortiz. Versus the Kings of the Black Throne. The Kings of the Black Throne get the win there. We then have a women's match. Anna Jay and Tay Mello versus Ruby Soho and Willow Nightingale. I think this is the 8,927th time that they've had that exact matchup. Right. This time, Ruby Soho and Willow Nightingale get the win. So, yeah. And according to Bleacher Report, if you don't like blood, you may want to avoid this one. Because mm-hmm. it got bloody. So, yeah. That was Rampage. Yeah. Rampage was decent. It wasn't quite as good as Dynamite. Is it, it ever, it, though? It never is, really. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway. We've we've talked about AEW now. Yeah, we've we talked, we we've given our our thoughts on Dynamite. We we covered what happened on Rampage. There wasn't anything special that happened yeah. on Rampage when it comes down to it. Um, so let's talk about WWE this week. Yeah, and so, let's let's walk through the course of events. Of course, we talked about last week how Vince had appointed himself back to the board and yada yep. yada yada. Monday you had Raw. Yep. Nothing really big came out of that. Well, Monday is when Steph. Put out the notice, wasn't it? Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. In my all, all in my recollection, it was Tuesday. Okay. So Tuesday here, here's important. what happened. Monday we have Raw, and as far as I remember, nothing of note no. happened Monday. 
Of course, everybody's still, oh, is Vince going to do this? Is Vince going to? Is Vince going to show up? I don't think Vince was at, at backstage at Raw. None of that. Tuesday comes around. We get the report that Stephanie McMahon has announced her resignation. Not just, well, Tuesday comes around. We get the notice that WWE, the board of directors, has unanimous, officially and unanimously appointed Vince as executive chair. Yep. So Stephanie and Nick are stepping down from their, well, no, Stephanie Nick, was a chair. Nick. Stephanie was the chair and co-CEO. Yeah. Nick was a co-CEO. Yeah. So Stephanie stepping down. Shortly thereafter, we get the announcement that she is resigning completely from the company. And this is not a, like last year, she took a leave of absence from the company. Right. No, she is 100%. Stephanie McMahon is no longer an employee of World Wrestling Entertainment. Yep. She released a statement, I think on Wednesday, that was basically a, as you all remember, I took a leave of absence before everything happened. Uh, when everything fell apart, I yeah. stepped up to take on a, a leadership role. And while I've enjoyed it, you know, at this time, I'm going back to just being a fan. Yeah. And effective immediately, I resign. Yeah. So she steps uh, away. We also get news coming out late Tuesday evening. I think yeah, about late, 11 o'clock. 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. That... The deal is done. WWE is being sold to Saudi Arabia's uh, public Uh, uh, public uh, investment investment fund. fund. PIF. Yeah. A couple of different places reported that. Um, Several immediately jumped on it and said, you know, we don't know. We haven't. Like Sean Rostap, Fightful. Fightful says, hey, this is what we're hearing. I haven't been able to confirm anything. Yeah. they, they would all say, you know, reports, WWE sold to yeah. Saudi Arabia, you know, and then you, you start looking at it, and immediately they're saying, we haven't been able to confirm this. Nobody is talking. Right. And, then, of course, you have people saying, nobody's going to talk. Right. It's midnight on the yeah. East Coast exactly. where WWE's where headquarters. Find somebody? There, there's nobody awake going to make a statement about right. that. So... That immediately leads to speculations and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, which I mean, we in our wrestling group, you know, we were talking about it at midnight that night, yeah, too. Yeah. You know, thinking about stuff like, okay, so let's say that Saudi Arabia buys WWE. Well, there goes Sami Zayn. Yep. Right? Immediately. Like, Sami's just not going to work for Saudi Arabia. Sami's not going to do it, which means Kevin Owens is probably going to go too. Um, MVP has made many comments about the fact that he would not go to Saudi Arabia. He wouldn't go wrestle over there because he's an ex-Muslim. And Which he's, I don't think he's like morally opposed to wrestling in Saudi Arabia. Right. I think it's a, hey, I value my life and my yeah. freedom. And according to the laws of their yeah. country. Because apostasy is uh, murderable. <laughs> Yay, theocracies. Right. So <laughs> you have that. You have... Uh, Ali, mm-hmm. who hasn't been part of any of those shows, who is a Muslim. Yep. But there you go. Majority of the women, or, or I would say all of the women, really. I mean, the women's roster, what are you going to do with that? Then you can dig in a little more to that and say people like Sonya Deville, Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, um, who are all out mm-hmm. as, hey, you know, we're lesbians. 
or we're at least by are yeah. we're married to a, a woman. You know? They are part of that LGBTQIA, yeah. right? Yeah, they're part of that community. So you have all of that, which all of that is illegal, Ill, illegal, 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 <laughs> and punishable by death over there. So what? And. Are we saying that Saudi Arabia, as owners of WWE, aren't going to hire and use these people? No, because no. the company is still based here in the United States yeah. and is still operating in the United States. Yep. These would be these people who are going to stand up and say, you know, I'm not going to work for a company that says I should be dead. Right. And and that's the thing, right? Like, like I don't think that day one, you know... Uh, What's his SMB? That's his name, the the prince of Saudi Arabia. I think it's SMB. Yeah. Anyway, um, you know, I'm not saying that he's gonna a public announcement. All of these people are currently are are now wanted by the Saudi Arabian <laughs> government. You know, no, that like, kind of thing, right? That's not gonna happen in the day to day workings. I doubt hardly anything would change, other than the fact that you would be constant. They would constantly be asking, "When can we have Lex Luger wrestle for us?" <laughs> You know, uh, can we so, get Yokozuna to come in? Yokozuna in the Rumble, you know those kind of things, right? But things that actually happened, right? So, just ugh. Well, there was a huge backlash, obviously. Um, unlike the the D and D backlash that's going on, oh, which that's a yes. story for a different podcast. But oh, I don't know. I mean, we could talk about it. We're not talking about WWE much we might anymore. At the so end, yeah. Um, there was a huge backlash over it, obviously, yeah. right? Well, Wednesday morning comes around, mm-hmm. and we finally get a statement from WWE yeah, saying this happened. there has not been any sale. The talks are still open, which leads me to question. And, and the original tweet that said it had been sold was deleted. Yeah. So, that leads me to question. Was this something they floated? Was it something that they floated? Was it misinformation? Or was it a troll? I think I could see it being part of the first two. I could see it being part of a misinformation and a... Okay, so hypothetically, if we did this, how would this work? Okay, so here's what we can do. We can kill two birds with one stone mm. with this, right? Let's tell a certain group of people that we've already, that the deal's done. And then we can see if we have people that are leaking information. Plus... That it, once it leaks, it'll also give us the opportunity of a let's gauge, let, let, let's judge the room, right? Let's yeah. see, let's see where the temperature is. And if it's too hot, we can always say, uh, yeah, we never, this was never a thing. Um, we firmly deny it, yada, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And then we can kind of back off and be like, yo, uh, we can't sell to you like that. You're gonna have to, we're gonna have to do it a little bit differently, right? Yeah, so anyway. So, you know, everybody was talking, is this really what's happening? That's awfully quick. Vince yeah. officially back on the board, and then that night, yeah, a sale goes through? No. It's something that, no. you know, I got a buddy who who does a lot of stock trading, does a lot of SEC-type work, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And, you know, his comment was, I don't think this is real because he went on a website and there's no like intents to sell. There's no, yeah. There's none of that stuff, especially the part where it's talking about they wanted to buy it and then take it private, kind of like what Elon Musk did with Twitter. 
Yeah. Um, he's like, there's none of that out here. So without any of those filings, it can't happen. Yeah. Um, then you start hearing some other stuff about, so some interested parties. Of course, Disney's interested. Fox is interested. Mm-hmm. NBC Universal is interested. The parent company of UFC is interested. Yep. Tony and Shad Khan are very interested uh, in a purchase slash merger uh, is how it was worded with WWE. Insert office meme of Michael Scott yelling, no, God, <laughs> please, no. I mean, that that would, it, it would be this generation's WWE buys WCW. You know, we could have a sign, we could have, oh, oh, they could move Raw to a special Wednesday night and we could have a simulcast of Dynamite and Raw going on. Huh? Hmm. That'll put butts in seats. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, it would give them the opportunity to redo the invasion angle. <laughs> the and right I don't way. know how they would do this, but it would be worse than the original invasion <laughs> angle. Again, I don't know how they do that. But it would but be it worse. Would be worse. <laughs> so, right now, WWE, they've, they've contracted J.P. Morgan Chase mm-hmm. to, to kind of oversee the sale. Well, um, and here's, here's the thing. J.P. Morgan Chase has been contracted, but so has another firm. The other firm is leading it. J.P. Morgan Chase is one of the only banks in the United States that is licensed to work in Saudi Arabia. Which implies that Vince has a deal with Saudi Arabia, and that's probably who's going to end up with it. Yeah. But uh, don't was, forget that the mouse is lurking. Yeah. There was and one, the mouse will spend stupid money. Uh, Meltzer, on Meltzer released a report Friday talking about valuation of WWE mm-hmm. and the fact that based on WWE's viewership and all that kind of stuff, the current price that Fox is paying for SmackDown and NBC Universal is paying for Raw is way overpaid. Oh yeah. Now, there there was a bit of a you know a, a, an argument over that, of course, based on well, realistically, the only person who can say something is overpaid is the some is the person who bought it because you you have this need for live television. You have this need for content because of how many people are leaving network style television. Mm -hmm. So they want to be able to have something that they can put on and say, Hey, we have shows that you can't get on Netflix. You can't get on Hulu or at least can't get the full thing. You know, you can't get this on HBO max. Seriously. Um, Why is Monday night raw? (laughs) Not a full three hour show on Hulu. Please somebody tell me. So, you have all of this stuff going on, right? Are they overpaying for it? The only people that can really make that comment are, are if NBC thinks they are, then they are. If Fox thinks they are, then they are. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're paying what they want to pay for it, right? Well, and remember, these, these contracts were negotiated four or five years ago, maybe even yeah. a little bit longer than that. You know, my, one of my big questions is, with all of the ill will that Vince McMahon has, mm-hmm. both... 
in the diehard wrestling community as far as his horrible creative, the the cuts, the you know all of that stuff. Then add on top of that, and I'm not saying that this is worse, right? Or, or I'm not saying this is better, but then you add on top of all of the uh, escapades, as it were, <laughs> that he has had. The fact he owes WWE a substantial amount of money and, and restitutions and paybacks, you know, all that kind of stuff. How does that affect the upcoming... Uh, the upcoming purchases, the upcoming TV deals, you know, all that kind of stuff. Oh, and it's definitely going to. Because I can't remember, did we talk about it last week or not? The fact, like the whole back and forth that WWE had with him before he became, he came back to the board. You know, WWE said, hey, we respect you, yada, yada, yada. At this time, we don't want you back. And Vince's yeah. response was, I have voting control. And if I'm not part of it, then I'm going to vote down everything you bring forward as far as TV deals, as far as buyouts, as far as anything. I will vote no. Which would have been fun to watch him financially bankrupt himself after yeah. he gets sued for breach of fiduciary duty. Yeah. And basically, right. bye Vince. So because of that, he ended up back in, in the place that he's in, right? So... It just now I am going to be very interested to see if Universal, Comcast, or Fox go. Uh, you know, like we like the product on TV. We're paying you guys way too much, we mm -hmm. think. And then with all of this media circus that's going on. We'll give you seven million. You know, and the current one I think is like up in the hundreds of millions. Yeah, we'll give you like seven million. Basically, and, what they paid for WCW, right? <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll give you a pittance to let us continue to show your product. Because really, if Comcast balks, if Fox balks and says, you know, hey, we we're not going to carry this anymore. Um, WWE's dead. Yeah. They don't have their own network anymore, right? They're on Peacock, which is owned by NBC Universal. So if mm -hmm. NBC says, we don't want you on USA anymore, we'll let you still run on Peacock if you want, but we're not going to pay you the millions upon millions of dollars. The millions that, right, and millions. <laughs> that the TV deal brings in. We're going to give you like a quarter of that. Yeah. To be on streaming. WWE is not going to accept that. They financially couldn't accept that. I don't really think anybody else is going to jump at the opportunity at the pricing that's out there. You know, I don't see like ESPN maybe, but ESPN's definitely not going to pay ESPN Disney, I guess, but they're definitely not going to pay what's being paid right now. Yeah. I wouldn't think. Um, well, and the the question is with WWE being up for sale, they're going to want to get the sale done before the, the TV, TV negotiations, because yeah. then there's more value in the product without the TV negotiations being done. Yeah, yeah, oh, for sure. Like, well, because look at when Vince I mean, bought WCW, right? Yeah, he thought he was getting the time slot. He thought he was getting everything, 
And nope. You got WCW. Yeah. You didn't get the contracts. He didn't even officially get the company. He got yeah. all of the assets of the company. He got all the assets. But he didn't get the yeah. company because the wrestling promotion that was WCW didn't officially close until the right. mid-2010s. Yep. But they just didn't run any shows or do anything. They just so, were at a company. So he's already been in that position once. Yeah. You know, he's been part of that where we're going to get this this cherry time slot. We're going to get all of these wrestlers. We're going to get all this. And at the, the finalization of the sale, it was, <laughs> no, no, you're not. Yeah. Well, I don't think Vince thought he was getting the time slot. No, 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 no. That was in one of the books that I read. Oh, okay. Uh, that was I know. talking about the Monday Night Wars and everything. They thought they were getting the time slot. I know that's why Eric Bischoff and his investors lost out on it is because they his investors found out they wouldn't be getting the time slot. Yeah. yeah. And there so was there that. was no value to the company for at that them, point. For correct. Them. WC, WWE thought they were getting like the whole shooting match, according to one of the Monday Night Wars books. Uh, okay. Um, now, they could be wrong. It could be, you know, whatever. But I'm, I distinctly remember reading that and then it becoming a, when everything was finalized, there was a lot of stuff they didn't get that they assumed was part of it. Yeah. And it just wasn't. Now, I will say, as far as contract negotiations and all of that go, Nick Khan, WWE CEO, was seen meeting with Bob Iger yeah, and another Disney a high up Disney official Monday night at the national championship game. Yep. So Disney is at least interested. Mm-hmm. Whether they, you know, well, Disney was interested back when SmackDown was sold to Fox. Yeah, but Disney didn't want to pay what Fox was willing to pay. Mm-hmm. They were they were a little more conservative on on what their valuation was, which goes to a little bit towards that Meltzer report of, you know, Disney looked at the numbers and went, ah, this isn't worth what they're wanting. Yeah. Fox, on the other hand, said, it's worth it to us. Yeah, it's worth it to us. It gives them live content Friday nights. So here's the thing. Disney has Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus. They need content for those. Yep. When they last negotiated, did they have all of that? Not really. Um, I could see it popping up. This could pop up on ESPN Plus. Yeah. Well, you know, you do. You do. Hulu has Raw and SmackDown, and ESPN Plus sells to pay per views. Yeah, I could. You know, something like that. that. You now also have Peacock out there, Mm -hmm. and NBC Universal has got to have a way to drive people to Peacock. Yeah. Because right now, I don't think that they're getting the numbers that they want. Because well, Peacock was nearly dead. Yeah. Like, that was a little bit of the reason that they did the deal to close the WWE Network and move it to Peacock. Was yeah. Because Peacock was dying. Yeah. It wasn't worth it. There just wasn't enough on there. Like, let's be real here. If Peacock had Friends, which is so weird to me because Friends was an NBC show, but it's signed exclusively to HBO Max. <laughs> is it still signed to HBO Max? Yep. As far as I know. Um, And The Office, I think, is still officially signed with either Netflix or HBO. It's not on uh, P- 
Peacock, unless I'm wrong. Uh, it may have changed, obviously, but I know one time when I was looking at it, it's like your two biggest things, the office and friends aren't available on your streaming platform because they've been signed somewhere else. Um, they had to do something. Mm-hmm. And WWE Network pulled in a lot of eyes to Peacock. Whether those people wanted to sign up for Peacock or not, they had to to continue getting WWE pay-per-views yeah. and things of that nature. So it's Yeah, it's all out there. We'll see what happens with it. As of right now, no sale has gone through. Yeah. Nick Khan, apparently in his contract, has a massive incentive for selling. Surprising. Huh. We've only been talking about that now for a couple of years that all of these budget cuts and all of these these changes and everything looked like a company that was getting ready to sell. And WWE just consistently said, No, we're not selling anything. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. And then you, huh. And then you find out that like your your biggest guys in there have these incentives. Huh. I, I got the from what I understood. Nick Khan's incentive to sell was more than the t- the TV contracts. Jesus. So, like, it completely makes sense. If they brought him in to set them up to sell, yep. then, you know, that's Nick Khan's goal. Yeah, I mean. And I, I can't even blame him. Can't blame the dude. If, for, if your contract says you get X number of dollars for doing something, I'm going to try my damnedest to do that, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, you just. I don't blame the dude. You tell, say, hey, you come in to sell, I'm going to put it in my contract. Well, if I sell, you're going to pay me right. a butt-ton of money. But anyway, all that being said, I think we've kind of beat the dead horse enough. Yeah, I, I can't think of anything that could happen this coming week that's going to be as newsworthy unless they actually do <laughs> do the sale. We'll see yeah. what happens. We'll WWE see. stock is uh, at 89.95 right now. It's up. it's up slightly. I looked back at the history of it. It's actually gone down since the other day, which makes sense. News of a sale is going to skyrocket yep. share price until it drops. It's dropped now, so we'll see what happens. So, we've already plugged McNar. We've already plugged Big Dog. So, yep. we'll go ahead and plug our buddies at Travelers. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're they, a field trip through nerd and pop culture. Yeah. And, you know, if you want to hear about nerd culture this week. Yeah, because there's been some fun stuff with nerd culture. Yeah, we, we kind of mentioned it earlier. Uh, Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro are... Um, Officially hate their people. Yeah, they, they hate, hate their, 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 customers. their customers. They're trying their best to kill... D and D and succeeding, you know, there's been mentioning from time to time on our show and, and on travelers and all that kind of stuff about like magic and what's been going on with that. Mm -hmm. uh, Just the, the general ass clownery that's been around that. And then D and D's got some stuff that's been going on, which if you haven't looked into it, if you're a nerd and you're listening to this, If you're not, let me rephrase it. If you're not a nerd and you're listening to this right now, sorry. Why? Um, Um, (laughs) If you are a nerd and you're listening to this and you don't know what we're talking about, go to YouTube, uh, look up the OGL. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of clownery going on. Uh, Legal Eagle on YouTube has a great video on it. Uh, So check, you know, if you if you don't know what's going on, check him out. Uh, That'll lead you down a rabbit hole. 
I don't know if the travelers have discussed it this week. I'm sure I know they that they will their, discuss it next week. I know their episode coming out Tuesday is going to be their welcome back episode. Yeah. Just, and, and from what I understand, it's just a discussion of what they did yeah. uh, over the holidays, which is cool, right? Got to gotta get back in the groove. Yeah. But uh, I'm hoping maybe this week they, they talk about it a little bit. And if they do, I may hang around and, and want to be part of it as well. I'm not sure. We, we might just do that. Uh, yeah, so check them out. They've got a lot of great stuff out there. They talk about everything nerd and pop culture related. They have top five movie lists, top five music lists. Uh, they do just discussions on anything and everything related to nerd and pop culture. Yep. And one of the guys on there, Jody, has his own podcast called Fearology, where he talks about his personal relationship with horror movies, uh, discusses different movies that he's seen that have meant something to him. And even on his, his channel, he's released a several now um, experimental music mm -hmm. albums that are really good. Yeah. You know, so give all of that a listen. And if movies are your thing, you want to hear more about movies, check out our friends over at Silence Your Cell Phones. They do movie reviews and bingeable television show reviews. They've got a live show, I believe, every Thursday night on YouTube. Wednesday or Thursday. It's one. Uh, and so check them out. Give them a like and a listen. And I'm sure you won't be disappointed in, in their thoughts on all the different movies and stuff coming out. Yeah. So I guess with all of that said, um, we will see y'all back next week. Yeah. Where we'll talk about whatever happened in wrestling. Hopefully it's kind of a, a boring week. But if it's not, hey, ah. cheers. Cheers.